Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, friends. So today, I'm going to be talking about how to get unstuck. I think we've all been there before. I think we've all had situations that we have felt stuck in. We're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Those sticky situations where we feel helpless and kind of hopeless and like we're going to be in this forever and we just feel stuck. And I've been seeing this a lot with clients lately. I've been seeing this a lot in our broader assistant community and I feel like I've I've dealt with a few bouts of, of, of feeling this way recently as well. And so I just wanted to address it in this podcast episode. So being stuck often looks or feels like being pushed around by life or like life is happening to you. Your job is happening to you. You don't care for your role. You don't care for your executive. You can't see any way out because you've got bills to pay. You don't want to look for a new role or perhaps you are looking for a new role, but in the meantime, you just feel stuck. Being stuck can often feel like the opposite of empowerment. It feels helpless. You feel hopeless. You feel disempowered to take action because you just feel stuck. And being stuck is often accompanied by victimy energy. What do I mean by victimy energy? I mean the energy that's kind of resolved to just be miserable. <laughs> it's kind of a victimy place to be. We're we're approaching our lives from this place of being a victim instead of exploring the options, instead of taking our life back, instead of standing in our power, right? And this can happen as a result of many things. And one of those things it can happen as a result of is people pleasing. So we try to please our executive, we try to please our partner, and I define people pleasing as pleasing someone else at our own detriment. So at our own cost, at the cost of our own happiness or well-being. So whenever we're trying to people please everyone else, especially if it doesn't work, especially if they are still not happy after we try and people please our little hearts out, if they're still not happy, we can tend to just feel stuck. And we can also tend to feel resentful as well. And I just noticed that those two things kind of go hand in hand. When we feel stuck, it's as a result of people pleasing. We're trying to make someone else happy around us at our own expense. So let's actually talk about why you feel stuck, right? Why are we feeling stuck? Our brains tell us that we don't have options. We don't have any options and does this for many reasons. Now, I will start by saying that all of the reasons I'm about to share are completely legitimate. All of them are completely legitimate. So what I often see is age or stage of life. So nobody's going to hire me because I'm too old on the one hand, or nobody will take me seriously because I'm too young on the other hand, or I can't leave because they're flexible with me and my kids, right? Like the rest of the job may be total crap, but they're at least they're flexible and I've got flexibility with my kids. So those are that that's one way of thinking that can keep us stuck is like the age or stage in life. And I see this a lot. And you guys, ageism is real. I'm not going to say that it's not. However, like I really want us to consider we're just kind of breaking down why we tend to feel stuck. Another reason we tend to feel stuck is for fear of discrimination. 
And all of these are legitimate, valid concerns as well. So we can tend to feel stuck because of ageism, racial discrimination, sexism, motherhood, fat phobia, LGBTQIA discrimination, ableism, the whole nine. Like we can tend to feel stuck in our current position because we fear stepping out into the broader world because we're, we fear discrimination on some level, right? For many of us, many of us are women. We are a pink collar group of people. So sexism is a big thing if we're feeling respected in her roles, but we want to look outside and we, we, we want to, um, we want to broaden our horizons and maybe go into another avenue or go with another direction with our career. That can be scary. Also, a lot of us are moms. And I know for myself, like leaving my job was a big deal because I was so concerned about providing for my family and all of those things, right? Like, would I find another role if I decide to go for another assistant role eventually? Will I find another role that's going to be as accommodating of me as a mom? All of those pieces. Um, perhaps you're a minority and concerned about racial discrimination and looking for a job is hard because you feel racially discriminated against and that's all valid. Fat phobia, also valid. Ableism, also valid. All of these fears are legitimate and valid. But just because of legitimate valid concerns doesn't mean they're necessarily helpful when it comes to getting unstuck, right? Because we can spin out in all the what ifs and we can spin out in all of the discrimination we've had in the past or all of the experiences we've had in the past situations that have been bad, that can keep us stuck. We, We fail to see the options because We are so fear-driven and fear-based around all of it. We're so afraid that we're not going to get another job because we're too old. Or we're so afraid that we're not going to get another job because we're too inexperienced. Or we're so afraid that we're not going to get another job because of whatever the case may be. Any of the things that I just listed, right? Another reason why we can tend to feel stuck is because of our income, I can't afford to leave. I can't afford to leave my job because I'm getting paid at such a high rate and I would love more work-life balance, but if I leave my job for this lower paying job, then I won't get that. Then I may have more work-life balance, but then I won't actually be able to afford to live or I won't make the same somewhere else. But here's what's funny about this one. And I see a lot of online chatter about income is that it's not an, it's not an end sum game and you can have both. Like you can have a well-balanced work environment, a well-balanced life, a a work-life integration that works for you and make decent money. The two are not mutually exclusive. And yet our brains will tell us, oh, you can't leave this job because you're not going to make the same amount anywhere else. And even if you do make the same amount anywhere else, like the expectation is that you're going to overwork and and you're going to work a million hours a week and, and you're going to be running to the ground and burnt out, right? And the last but not least, the sneakiest one of all, I think, is the fear of getting into a worse situation. So many of us are stuck because we fear leaving our current jobs that are bad and then landing in in an even worse environment with a worse executive or less flexibility or we fear burnout, right? So all these reasons will keep you stuck if you let them. They'll keep you stuck if you let them. But here's the deal, guys. I want us all to remember this. You always have a choice. And whenever I feel stuck, it gives me pause. Like it actually stops me in my tracks. I'm like, wait a minute. 
I've just trained myself to look at my thoughts so, so clearly and so well that whenever I'm feeling stuck in a situation, it'll actually stop. I'll actually stop. (laughs) It'll actually stop me in my tracks because you always have a choice. You always have a choice. And I like to ask myself in those moments when I'm feeling unempowered and I'm feeling stuck, I always like to ask myself, how am I giving away my power? How am I giving away my power? If I'm giving away my power to a circumstance or situation, is that serving me? If I'm giving away my power to a fear, is that serving me? Am I giving away my power to a fear of discrimination against being a mom, a fear of discrimination against being a woman, a fear of discrimination against my age, like all of those pieces. Am I giving away a piece of my power as well when I'm giving into fear? So that's the first question I would have us all ask ourselves. How am I giving away my power here? What would it look like if this barrier, if this thing that is causing me to feel stuck didn't exist? What would that look like? How would I approach my day from? Like what place would I approach my day from? How would I approach my work? How would I approach my work life as a whole? Would I look for another job if I wasn't stuck by this one thought or by this one idea? Now, I'm not going to say there again. I'm going to say all those things that I listed before, completely valid. And at the end of the day, if you're in a work environment where that's the case, it's not the work environment for you. It's just not. And so I like to view the world as my oyster, especially when it comes to work and work environments. Like I can get a job any day, any day of the week, I can go out and find a job, a new job. Any day of the week, I can make a choice that will get me closer to that new job, to that new role. Or I can stay in my current position and look for another job in addition and so that's the other thing I would have us all ask ourselves, like, what is, what are my options? What are my options here? Because the truth is we always have options. So uh, I'll never forget, I'll, uh, post-stroke, I had a stroke, for those of you who are just new to my podcast, I had a stroke back in 2012 at the ripe old age of 28 years old. I was it's nearly 11 years ago at this point. Um, and afterwards, I was told I wasn't worth what the company was paying me. I was withheld my bonus and I felt stuck in that job. I did because like I was recovering from this traumatic brain injury (laughs) and, um, and I didn't have any leads. It was a well-paying job. Um, I ended up demoted and I'll never, like, I look back on that now and I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, you had so many options. You had so many choices. You did not have to stay in that environment. And yet my brain was like, no, I have to stay because first of all, I wanted to prove myself, which is never a good reason to stay, like not from a place of lack. It's not proving myself from a place of empowerment. And like, I've got this, I'm going to make this happen. This is amazing and empowering. It wasn't from that place. It was from a place of total lack. And having had this brain thing that happened and being told that it would take six months to a year to fully re- for my brain to fully recover... I felt like I had something to prove, but that was coming from a place of lack, right? I could have totally left that environment if I wanted to. It wasn't a healthy environment, but I chose to stay. I find it so fascinating because had I recognized that in the moment that even then I had an option, I chose to show up every day to that job. I didn't have to choose to show up every day to that job. If I had known that then, if I had really recognized that in that moment, 
I probably would have shown up from a more empowered place. I probably would have shown up much more aligned with myself, much more in my power, even if I didn't make the choice to leave at that time. I could have totally chosen to show up differently every day instead of choosing to show up as a victim and and feeling stuck. Now, there again, that was a legitimate thing. Like it was a legitimate health issue that I had, all legitimate, terrible work environment. I chose to stay in that environment though. And if I and and that's the deal guys, just because you're honest with yourself and just because you choose to stay doesn't mean that you can't acknowledge that things are hard and rough. But you can also acknowledge like, hey, I'm choosing to stay in this role for X, Y, and Z reasons. And I really like those reasons, right? You're an adult. You have the option not to go to work. So don't tell yourself otherwise. You have the adoption, not the option not to show up. You have the option not to, to do your job. Now, there will probably be repercussions. There will probably be consequences. But you always, always, always have an option. You always have an option. So I just want to I just wanted to share that piece on how to get unstuck. Like I work with my clients to get them unstuck and to help them see their options and to help them get really creative about their options. And the last little tip I'm going to give you guys is to make conscious choices. We get unstuck when we make decisions on purpose, not from a place of people pleasing. Like I said, people pleasing tends to get us into these pickles. It tends to get us into the place of getting stuck in the first place and not setting those healthy parameters around our time, energy, personhood. But this starts with honesty from yourself, even if you're not ready to act yet. Um, So this can look like I'm staying in this role because I'm too afraid to leave, or I'm staying in this job because I don't want to freak out my partner, or I'm staying in this job because the pay is good, even though the hours are bad and I'm treated poorly. (laughs) Just be honest with yourself. And whenever we make conscious choices and we, and whenever we approach our lives and our roles with honesty, we begin to see more options and possibilities. We also begin to see more options and possibilities when we stand in our power. We begin to see more options and possibilities when we stand in our power. When we make the choice about what we're going to accept in our lives and what we aren't, and also the timeline for all of it. Like I'm going to, I'm going to stay in this role that isn't a great fit for another six months because I want that time on my resume. And then I'm going to look for roles outside. In the meantime, I'm going to be intentionally working on my resume. In the meantime, I'm going to be intentionally taking action to build my skill set for my next dream role, right? That's how you stand in your power when you're in a less than ideal situation. And that's how you get unstuck. Because whenever, whenever we stand in our power, more options just kind of come to us. God has a way of reciprocating. He does. And so I love this so much because I like that Like whenever we're intentional with our thoughts and whenever we get out of that victim place and whenever we stand in our power, whatever that looks like, the options have a way of presenting themselves. So whatever the, your situation may be, whether you feel discriminated against, whether you feel like ageism is an issue, whether you feel like your race, gender, identity, all of it is an issue for you, I just want you to tap into what are the options? What are my options in this moment? How am I giving away my power? How can I stand in my power and make choices that will serve me and create a plan of action that will get me out of this current situation. And then when you start making choices from that place, you automatically feel less stuck. So that is what I have for you guys today. I hope you found it helpful. 
Also, guys, if you find this podcast helpful, I would really appreciate it if you would go to whatever app you're listening to it on and rate it. Um, if you like it, if you don't like it, don't worry about rating it. <laughs> but please, I, I really want to get the word out about this podcast. I really want to help the highest number of assistants that I can, especially when it comes to things like getting unstuck, especially when it comes to things like burnout, especially when it comes to things like finding alignment in your role and adding value at the highest level from a clean place and from a place that feels empowered and good to you. So please help me get the word out by uh, reading this podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on. And yeah, that's what I have for you guys today. Be intentional, be whole. That is all for now. I help assistants apply the concepts I share on this podcast. If you're ready to take your growth deeper and you're curious whether working with me in a coaching capacity is right for you, please email me at annie at wholeassistant.com to schedule your complimentary discovery call. 